Hey there, I just wanted to update you on something really quick before we get into the show. And I've actually gone back and inserted this little part after the show's gone live, retrospectively, rather than trying to re-record a whole section of the show. I thought that'd be easier. So in this episode, towards the end of the show, I make mention of a resource that subscribers to the Marketing Builder Patreon page can access to help them work through the topic of this show and the advice. Now, Patreon is a membership-based website where people can access bonus materials for usually, say, a, a small monthly fee. The thing is, I had wanted to test the Patreon platform for some time, and when I launched this podcast, I thought, well, why not put the resources on the Patreon page and just see the appetite for people to maybe pay a small amount and access those resources. It was never about the money. Heck, it's only four US dollars a month is where I set the price at to access the resources for each show. But now, after 18 episodes or so, it's just all too hard. Not many people have subscribed, and I kind of feel I know how the platform works, and it may one day be a valuable resource on a client project. At least it's there as an option for the right projects. But for now, I've shifted all the resources for each show to that episode's show notes, and you can go and access those resources for free. Just head along there, hit the download link, and you can access them for free. I've killed the Patreon page, and going forward, all show resources will be available for free. Cheers. Welcome to Marketing Builder, the show where you'll get lots of little bricks of marketing advice to help you build up your marketing and your business. Drawing on over 20 years of marketing experience, your host, Daniel Oyston, will dive into a topic and provide you with short, sharp, and to-the-point marketing advice that you can apply to your marketing straight away. Welcome to Marketing Builder. Let's get on with the show. Hey legends, pumped to have you joining me for episode 7. I hope you're crushing it right now with your marketing, but if not, don't stress because in this episode, we're going to take a look at how you can align all the content that you create in your marketing to your customer's buy decision process and each step and help ensure you get the right information to them at the right time. If you haven't already listened to episode 5, then I highly recommend that you head back and listen to it because one of the fundamental pieces of knowledge and context that is really important to this episode is the buy decision process. But to recap quickly, the buy decision process is that process that each and every person goes through, no matter what they are buying. Remember, every purchase, someone goes through those six steps of the buy decision process, and they are one, awareness, two, research, three, evaluation, four, decision, five, purchase, and six, post-purchase evaluation. Those steps, and it doesn't matter if you're buying the newspaper, lunch, a new car, or maybe that Dyson vacuum cleaner that you now diligently clean the filter on, the steps are always the same. All that changes is how long we spend at each step and the attention that we give each step. So, some purchases are really simple and some are really complex, but the steps that we go through are exactly the same. If you did your homework and downloaded the resource sheet from the last episode, you would have mapped out what questions and information needs people have at each of the steps of the buy decision process. The last column, however, is where it gets a bit tricky as you begin to consider how you will get people the content that they need. The trick here is to think about 
how people are engaging with the decision at each step. For example, at steps one, awareness, and two, research, it's most likely going to be arm's length engagement, i.e. they're not going to be just picking up the phone and speaking to you just yet in most cases. In fact, research tells us that people on average move through the buy decision process about 70% of the way before they even speak to a company and that 85% of people search online and use that information that they find online throughout the entire buy decision process. So what does that mean for you? Well, You need to be thinking like one of your customers and focusing on how and where they get the information and how they want to consume it. So I get to speak to lots of businesses about their marketing and it usually starts with someone getting in contact and saying something along the lines of, we've been thinking about email campaigns recently. Can we chat to you about that? Maybe it's social media or blogs or their website or whatever. The point here is that people are nearly always focused on the tactic And it's in isolation of any objectives, goals, the buy decision process, and even where in their sales funnel they're weak and they want to focus, or more importantly, actually need to focus. Yes, I know, some of those things like objectives and goals sound really boring. They always feel like they're just slowing us up. Can't we just get on and do stuff and see what happens? Well, of course you can, but you don't need me or the next person to help you. Just get on and do it and see what happens. But if you want to be successful, we need to be able to at least explain why we're executing certain marketing tactics. So you should always have your objectives and your goals and your pipeline focus set. And we we will cover those in detail in coming shows. But for now, just getting your head around and understanding where certain tactics are best aimed in the buy decision process is a really useful exercise to frame those future discussions. So take case studies, for example. Case studies massively powerful. Many businesses use them as they should. I mean, they're great to tell a positive story about how you helped a customer solve their problem and they often involve really powerful quotes and context from the client. The whole idea is to paint a powerful picture of how you can help a prospective customer who relates to someone you've helped that is just like them. However, Many people just create case studies and just plonk them on their website and hope or assume people are going to read them. The thing is, most potential customers will only visit your site once, maybe twice, and they are doing so in the early stages of the buyer decision process as they research and initially evaluate what they find. Once they've gathered all their information and they're evaluating it, they don't usually really come back to your site all that often, but they are still trying to move to a decision. So the point here is that most people are visiting your site early on and aren't really at the point where they have narrowed down their choices. Instead, that creates an air gap between their engagement on your site and when they are seriously evaluating and deciding. The thing is about case studies is that they are very powerful in the later stages of the buy decision process, specifically at the back end of the evaluation phase and very much so at the decision stage. But People aren't on your site then. They've already been and gone and gathered the information they need. And when they were there, they weren't really looking for detailed case studies early on because they were really just gathering information and doing some research. Case studies at that point in time are too detailed for people early on in that process. However, case studies are really powerful, but people don't really need them when they first come to your site. So what are you supposed to do with them if we know that they're powerful? Well, They definitely should live on your site as you might get lucky and get some people reading them early on when they first come to your site. However, the real power is in how you've connected and engaged with that potential customer when they first came to the site. 
did you offer them something really valuable in exchange for an email address? Did you book an appointment or, or a consult or a chat on the phone and now they have a proposal in their hands? Or are you running Facebook and Google retargeting ads so they don't forget you? Because it is here that case studies are really powerful and the question becomes for your business, how do you connect and engage with prospects so that you can get them case studies when they need them? You've heard me say it time and time again. Your job is to get the right information to the right people at the right time. You know these people are the right people. You know case studies are the right content to get them, but when is the right time. Well, with case studies, as I said, it's later in the buyer decision process and it's your job to figure out how to get them case studies later on in that buyer decision process. I could be making this point an example pretty much about any marketing tactic really, but how are you supposed to figure out where all the various marketing tactics are best suited to be executed in that buyer decision process? Never fear, I'll cover that off for you after the break. While Marketing Builder is the name of this podcast, it's also the name of an awesome product that can help you sort through all the fluff of marketing advice out there and focus on the important stuff. Marketing Builder is a card-based system supplemented by online video lessons that walks you through, step-by-step, the most important things in a marketing plan, such as buyer personas, pipeline analysis, objectives, strategy, goals, budgets, and the fun and sexy stuff, the marketing tactics. And there's over a hundred of them for you to consider using. The card sorting process results in a visual representation of your marketing, where you can easily see how people will engage with your marketing as they move from awareness through to a customer or client. Whether you're a small business owner trying to develop a marketing plan that you can actually use and are confident in on that very limited budget, or a seasoned marketer wanting others in your organization to have real buy-in and engagement with your marketing, then Marketing Builder I is I always love hearing about businesses Visit marketingbuilder.net awesome so for more if you information. Know of anyone we should now, be talking the about, reason just you're let listening, me know. Let's please. head back It'd be to really the show. Cool to hear from you. But I also love just hearing from you, the listeners, just saying hi, let me know what you think of the show, where you're working. So hit me up on Twitter. Seriously, like do it right now. Jump on Twitter. Let me know where you are and what you're doing and what episode you're listening to. Just use the handle MKTBLD and I'll definitely respond and say hi, see what's going on. So you have all these amazing marketing tactics that you could be executing, but you want to make the most of them. To do that, you need to be aiming them at the steps of the buyer decision process where they are best suited. One thing I need to cover off is that while I'm about to go on about where specific tactics are best suited to the buyer decision process, the reality is with the right planning and execution, pretty much any tactic could be aligned to almost any stage of the buyer decision process. And that's fine. The point here is that there are best and easiest scenarios, but if you really see a way for a certain tactic to be used in a stage of the buy decision process that isn't where it is normally best aligned, that's 100% fine. Go for it. But that's all about having a proper discussion, understanding it, and then making a conscious choice that that's what you're going to do. That's 100%. It's completely different to just throwing case studies on your website because, oh, well, I've heard that case studies are good and our competitors have them. That's just lazy marketing. Another example would be social media. Let's say Facebook. It is obviously very powerful, and usually it's powerful early on in the buy decision process. However, 
Maybe your focus is on retaining customers and building loyalty. If that's the case, maybe customer-only Facebook groups could be that place you cultivate that community and loyalty and even encourage members to contribute and build a strong online community. So the thing is, I'm about to start talking about where certain tactics are best aligned to the buy decision process, but this isn't some strictly controlled scientific research or academic project where you should just be trusting me blindly. Instead, look at it, understand it, discuss it, and then figure out how it applies to your business. It's just a starting point of my best thinking to push you on your way. Use it as a tool to generate conversations and thinking. Don't just take it as gospel and follow it blindly. In fact, I'd love to hear from you about how you've executed certain tactics at stages of the buy decision process where they wouldn't normally be executed. I'd love to hear about that. For patrons of the show, head to the show notes for episode seven at marketingbuilder.net and follow the link to the Patreon page and download the PDF where I've mapped out all of the marketing tactics, about 107 against the buy decision process steps. Now, when you download it, you'll notice that I've overlaid some phases over the buy decision process, which nominates what your business goal should be at that stage of the buy decision process that your potential customer is going through. Now, the reason I've done this is because while a potential customer might be in the third stage, evaluation, evaluation isn't your business goal. You're not trying to achieve evaluation. Instead, your goal would be to engage them to help them evaluate you as the best choice. So we do need to look at this whole process from two angles. One, what the customer is trying to achieve at each stage, and two, what you, the business, is trying to achieve at each stage. If you're not a patron of the show, then for just four US dollars per month, you can access all of the free resources such as worksheets, guides, templates, plus access bonus patron-only Q&A shows, access to the Marketing Builder Facebook group for discussions and advice, and get an ad to the Marketing Builder WhatsApp group where I share my random thoughts and encounters around marketing as I travel around, access a lot live shows, streams and recordings, and you'll get a shout out on the show as well. To become a patron of the show, just head to marketingbuilder.net and click on the patron link. So as I said, head along to the show notes at marketingbuilder.net, download the PDF so you can get a visual of where tactics are best suited with respect to not just the buy decision process, but also what you are trying to achieve, which includes four things, creating awareness, engaging, converting, and building loyalty. So all you have to do is consider whereabouts you think focusing will give you the most value. Are you trying to create more awareness of your brand? Or maybe your brand has awesome awareness, but you want to engage and nurture potential customers better. Or maybe you're great at engagement, but the conversion part isn't so great. Or maybe you have loads of customers, but the churn's too high. Or maybe you think you should be upselling and cross-selling to them better, whatever it is. Wherever it is you want to focus, consider the tactics that are best aligned and discuss how you can execute them to impact the areas you need to focus on. And remember, as I said before, where these tactics align is just my best thinking. It isn't gospel. You shouldn't follow it blindly without considering if and how it would apply to your business and your target market. So any tactic could be conceivably executed at any stage of the buyer decision process if it's done with the right creativity and planning. For example, you'll remember that in episode five, I spoke about getting an email from Dyson about cleaning the filter on the new vacuum cleaner and how that has impacted my loyalty towards them. Well, if you look in the row for loyalty in the PDF that you've downloaded, you won't find emails as a preferred tactic for loyalty. Instead, you'll find it in the conversion row where I would normally be making a decision and trying to make a purchase. However, Dyson had great success with that tactic. 
that isn't traditionally used to build loyalty. And they're not the only business to do this with email. Many businesses use email to help onboard and embed customers and ensure they get the most out of a product or service. There's no reason why you can't realign and refocus any of the marketing tactics if you see fit. But if you are struggling to figure out what marketing you should be doing at different stages and where, then the PDF will be a great resource for you. That's a wrap for episode seven. I've been your host, Daniel Loyston. It's been amazing again to have you listening to the show and I trust you got lots of value out of it. Remember, as always, marketing is about finding people with a need and getting them to trust you. Loved this episode? Good. Make sure you don't miss the next one and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn or wherever it is you listen to your podcasts. I'd also love to hear from you and what marketing you are crushing or maybe having a few issues at the moment. Maybe something's a little bit tough. Maybe you've just got a general question or even a specific question. Please connect with me on LinkedIn. Just search for Daniel Oyston or follow Marketing Builder on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Just search for Marketing Builder or use the handle MKTBLD. Until next time, may your marketing be awesome and I look forward to you joining me on the next episode of Marketing Builder. This show was developed, hosted, and produced by Daniel Oyston from Content Grasshopper, the creator of Marketing Builder. Marketing Builder is the easy-to-use, step-by-step card-sorting system for cutting through all the marketing fluff out there and to help you build a marketing plan you are actually on board with. For more information, visit marketingbuilder.net or contentgrasshopper.com.au. Thanks for listening.